you positive heads. Welcome to a very special episode dedicated to none other than you, the pea heads themselves. I am your pea head enthusiast and hostess for the day, Alexa Hauser. I have been blessed to have the experience of helping out with Positive Head social media for the better part of a year. And through my digital interactions, I began to realize, as did Brandon, that we have some incredible beings listening to the show who are taking the information that Brandon puts out through the podcast and using it to transform their lives and create wonderful things. You listeners are all a huge, huge part of the life force that propels this show forward through time and space and we think it's time to bring forth some of you beautiful reflections and delve a little deeper into this collection of energy that is the positive head community so as we shine the spotlight on our listeners what we'll have them do is share their stories of how they attracted positive head into their life the transformation it's facilitated for them and what they're focused on creating now that they're in a more positive head space Also, this episode of the Positive Head Podcast is being brought to you thanks to the support of Gaia. If you're not familiar, Gaia is the go-to source for streaming consciousness content online. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at Gaia.com slash Positive Head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com slash Positive Head. Check it out. Hello, all you positive heads. On today's P-Head Posse episode, our guest is positive head listener, Emily Stroya. Emily is an intuitive strategist, spiritual teacher, and author of the recently published book, Into the Light, a poetry collection on healing from trauma and abuse. She's also the founder of online school, Intuitive Soul Academy, where she serves intuitive women who are ready to develop their spiritual gifts and make an impact in the world. Her work has been featured in Vice, WNPR, Gaia, Tut.com, Tiny Buddha, Huffington Post, and more. Hi, Emily. Welcome to the show. Hi, Alexa. It's such an honor to be here. And I love your intro. I was like, yeah, go, Emily. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. I was about to say, just from the intro alone, I'm so excited to talk to you. You have so much going on. Oh, I'm so excited to talk about everything and, and all the things. <laughs> all the things. Um, well, yeah, why don't you uh, actually, you know, tell us a bit about yourself and, sh- you know, share your, your story with us. Yeah, so um, I am an intuitive strategist. That's what I like to call myself, which would probably be your modern day, like intuitive and medium. Um, And I've been doing this work for over like 10 years. And I started when I was 21. So I'm 31 now. Um, And so I stepped onto the path of being the teacher because I felt like these tools have been life changing tools for me. Um, And it's was something that I went on a quest for, especially healing um, and healing from a very like domestic violent, like background and violence as a kid and a lot of trauma. Mm. Um, And so these are the tools that I work with like every day to, to feel happy, to feel good about myself and to also like find healing and find space from really heavy emotions. Um, And so it's been just this really like life changing journey for me of exploring my spirituality and helping other people, you know, explore that for themselves. Absolutely. We teach best what we most need to learn, right? Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. That's amazing. And 
And so how did you find the podcast? I found the podcast from a friend who was on the podcast recently, um, <laughs> Marissa. <laughs> she, Marissa, what's up, Marissa, if you're listening? <laughs> right. Um, hey, Marissa. So she and I met um, at a, an event last year, and we just clicked really like fast. You know, it was li- I was literally there for like five minutes, and she told me about the Positive Head uh, podcast later on. Um, and I started listening to it and I, you know, I feel like you have to really commit yourself to listening to a podcast. And I liked the Mm. catchiness of the song. I was like, Oh, this is fun. And then (laughs) I liked the content. I was like, wow, you know, there's a lot of really awesome insight in this podcast from just all kind of like backgrounds and, and knowledge on spirituality. Um, so that's how I found a podcast. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's 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 great to hear that, you know, um, the listeners are, are sharing it with other people that that they know would love it. Because, you know, as Brandon's always saying, it's like even that just that small share can really help somebody and can really give them a resource. So that's great. Um, well, what influence, you know, has this podcast has listening to it had on your life? <laughs> If any, um, well, <laughs> well, I I love it because I uh, when I'm driving and living in LA, I moved here from New York like a year ago. Um, oh wow! So it's how do you like it? Yeah. How how do you like the driving? I used to live in LA for six years. So. Yeah, um, you know, it was like very adjusting to the driving part of it. I like I haven't had a car yeah. in like ten years, so I'm like, oh, I have a car. Yeah. I drive car. Like here we go. Yeah. <laughs> I drive car. <laughs> this is what I do now all the time. So, you know, um, yeah. it's been this fun way of like, I don't like to drive. So I'm like, well, how can I get creative with my driving? And people are like, right. why don't you listen to podcasts? So I started listening to positive heads while I drive. And I'm like, this is such a great way to like, uh, you know, get to my destination while also having something inspiring to listen to. And to not have road rage oh, while you drive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So um, it's it's been my companion on the road, um, the Positive Head Aww. podcast, you know. And the one, like, I listened to the interview with J.P. Sears um, very mm, recently. I love that yeah, one. Yeah, and I'll be honest, like... I kind of thought J.P. Sears yeah. was ridiculous. Like when I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when I was like, look at his videos. I'm like, I watched yeah. it for like two, like maybe two minutes. Like, I yeah. can't watch this anymore. Sorry, J.P. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then when I listened to his, his um, interview, I was like, oh, wow. Like I totally got a different appreciation for him. Um, Same. And totally, you know, I came from a pretty like, it didn't even give him a chance in the video content that he created. And now I'm like, Oh, I'm going to totally go back and watch his videos and see him in a different light (laughs) than before. Yeah. Isn't it interesting how like, um, cause I've been noticing this as well. And that actually happened to me as well with JP Sears <laughs> too, because, um, when I was paleo, there was some video that got sent to me about people, you know, like people who are paleo or vegan or, you know, have just all these dietary things that he was doing. And I, I didn't realize he had like a whole, uh, 
brand and uh, anyway um isn't it interesting how you know like people and things and organizations will kind of like pop into your life at a time when you're not really ready for them like you're not really kind of on the same level and you're like oh and you kind of push them away and then they come back later in a more meaningful way and you're like oh just like you said like I'm gonna look at this person a different way actually I could get into them like (laughs) I could I could see the value in this you said something that really changed my like perspective that's been with me ever since um it was like towards the end of the interview, he said something like, I stopped asking the question how and asked who. And it just totally mm, yeah. resonated with me. I was like, yeah. And I felt like I've already been on that journey for the last couple of years of like letting go of the how, but more like who and building relationships with really solid people. And that's, you know, Definitely. that's been transformational for me because I think before I would walk the path alone and, and try to do it by myself and you know, just that doesn't work. So (laughs) (laughs) I, it's, it's, well, you know, I'm curious how you have been connecting with other people. Um, because, you know, I, I was thinking recently how I feel like it's kind of a characteristic of all of us who are kind of like seekers and on this path, um, and are, are kind of aware of all this stuff maybe a little before, um, most people is like, we kind of spend a lot of time alone because of this perception that we are alone. Um, you know, it's like really easy to isolate also to isolate ourselves because I think a lot of us are empaths and feel so much. Um, I, I mean, I know that's definitely true for myself and it's this kind of, um, constant battle between wanting the isolation and protection and then like wanting to like break out and just connect with as many people as possible. So how are you, how did you start surrounding yourself with, um, you know, more people like you were just mentioning, how did you start making those connections with yeah, the who? That's such a great question. Um, I feel like in New York, I definitely was more of the isolated, um, work a lot, go to my psychic development class and very, just talk about it with very few people. Um, but I know that part of my work here is to like really impact thousands or millions of, of people who are on this healing journey to not only get in touch with their spirit, but to also get in touch with the emotional side and let the emotion be okay. Like let it, let it be okay that you feel the things that you feel. Um, And so Mm. I realized in my own journey of like moving from being by myself and and isolating as a way to protect myself to trust myself enough in the world with boundaries. And the only reason why I couldn't do it before is because I didn't know my boundaries very well. I didn't know how to say no. I was, it was hard for me. And I feel like with, um, several people I meet who are very empathic. Sometimes it's hard for us to say no, Um, you know, or like, I can't give that time to you right now, even though I want to help. Um, So that journey for me has been like, who do I want in my inner circle? And know those people are there like as my tribe, like that these are the people that I can count on that I'm walking this road with who, you know, can motivate me and uplift me because there's a difference between being of service and being the empath who is there to help someone in a healthy way. And then it gets to a point where it's unhealthy, you know, where we end up giving too much. And so it's like, how can we give to another while also giving to ourselves? So finding that healthy balance. 
right? <laughs> and how are you, you know, are you finding these people in, like you said, your, you know, psychic development classes? Or how are you finding these uh, other people that are... I put Craigslist dad up. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> no, Did no. you? <laughs> Is this real? Oh. <laughs> That would be fun. <laughs> I was about to be like, wow. <laughs> oh, no. That's so no, amazing. Uh, that would be kind of cool, though. Like, seeking my tribe yeah. on Craigslist. Um, yeah. And they just appeared. Um, <laughs> We're right it's here. It's been a journey, like, here in L.A. I meet so many people all the time. So I have been just going to places that I want to be um, surrounded by a certain kind of uh, person. So... Um, sometimes there are networking events that are for businesses that are doing good in the world. That's like, um, something I recently went to, mm. um, the yoga community. So kind of exploring different yoga studios and then making friends with people there that I really resonate with or that, you know, we vibe off each other. We have good conversation. So it's been mm-hmm. kind of like going into communities yeah. that are of interest for me. And then, you know, you sort of find your tribe in, in that way. Right. Just like the, the positive head mm-hmm. podcast, like we find each other, even even if it's, you know, a conversation very briefly, like with Marissa. Now, she, I feel like she's definitely like a good friend to me. Um, and mm-hmm. I think it really is on interest, intuition and trusting yourself. Yeah, it's it's uh, something just, you know, popped up for me when you were talking about that, because I think sometimes again, especially this specific community, it's like once we kind of wake up and get on, you know, realize we're on this path, um, you know, it can feel almost like, um, like our other interests are too, like maybe people there won't be, um, you know, in, in harmony with the path we're walking. And it's like something that I've been realizing recently, which it's just, piggybacking off of what you said it's like you know our interests are really they're really specific to us and we've come here with specific interests and specific areas where like we're meant to infiltrate and like that are actually of interest to us even if they seem like they have nothing to do with spirituality or you know this community it's like we're we're kind of what I'm realizing is we're kind of meant to gravitate towards those areas of interest and infiltrate that area with our, with our light. And, and, you know, um, I just think sometimes it's like, we think, Oh, well, like I should just be doing the spiritual thing and staying within the spiritual community. And it's like really that realization that like, we're really meant to bring the spirituality or like that outlook into all of these communities. And like, yeah, you, you get what I'm saying? I, I like, love that. I think yeah. that that's really like what it means to be the change. Like, it's not like, oh, let's just find this one community and stay attached to it. Because then eventually, like, you're only growing in a certain way. Like, if I go and exercise in one way all the time, I won't know the strength of the rest of my body. I won't know, like, what other exactly. talents I have. Like, you know. Um, exactly. Exactly. And. And we're, um, uh, and in trying to protect ourselves from other people, it's like we also block out the joy, you know, like because joy comes from 
contrast and and like growing and learning and expanding you can't really grow and learn and expand unless you're taking in some contrast so it's like sometimes I think we try to prevent ourselves from ever experiencing contrast when really that's where all our growth comes from and that's yeah, where the joy comes from I love from, that I was you know? actually just having that conversation with myself like the other day and I like I like to have like, to have, like a self talk <laughs> like Emily I have, oh yeah I have them daily like I check in with myself and I'm like you yeah, know how am I doing today like if, I, if I'm not doing it, like that's, it's hard to answer that question to another. If I'm not really asking myself that, yeah, absolutely. Do you do that by? Do you actually like <laughs> sit in the mirror and say, "Hey, Emily," or yeah. do you write, or, or how do you do that? Work. <laughs> um, sometimes it's journaling. Sometimes I like to go for a walk um, and just kind of like. Mm have a chat with myself or in the morning when I wake up it's kind of just sometimes throughout the day I'll just take a second like while I'm making myself coffee or making myself lunch and like you know how am I feeling like how am I doing like you know am am I taking care of myself like what is there anything else I could do for me today to make sure I'm okay Mm. yeah what happens if the answer is I'm not doing well (laughs) then I'm not doing well and people get to know that whenever they talk to me, <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, okay, what do I need right now? Cause I know that today mm-hmm. is going to be one of those days where I'm riding a big wave and I want to make sure I get to like, sure. But I got to know that I, I think what's important is that if I'm not having a good day or I'm not doing well today, that I don't lie to myself or anybody else about it. So, mm-hmm. and I feel Definitely. like transparency is so important, especially for my well-being and health is to say, cause I, I feel like I used to do that a lot. Like I'd be like, Oh, I'm good. You know, or, and I'm learning now, like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm doing all right, but, uh, I'm just having a rough day today. You know? Yeah. You know, um, so something that's popped up in, in my life in the past few weeks is, um, I'm going on a, I'm going on a retreat, uh, with Sonia Sophia. If, um, you know, if you listen to the show, you know who she is. She's founder of the world tapping circle. Um, and you know, leads taps on the show quite a bit, but, um, in, in preparation for going to this retreat, I've had to do a lot of, uh, coursework like, um, on EFT. Do you know what, you know about EFT? Yeah, yeah and, I need to explore more. Yeah, really. So, you know, because what you're talking about really resonates with what I've been having to do and what I've been having to learn about it, which is that, um, you know, I, I've, I'm i like really big into the law of attraction and really big into, you know, focus on what you want and positive thinking and all of that. But there is this other side of things, which, you know, um, I've been learning through this coursework, which is and which is what EFT is is based off of which is like when we ignore the things that we tell ourselves Mm -hmm. in the back of our mind or beliefs that we've had all of our life or you know things that are in our subconscious that we don't even realize are there um it just kind of stuffs down into our body and it never feels acknowledged and it never heals because we don't bring any empathy to it. So it's been this really kind of interesting thing for me to now come at my life with this other perspective of, Oh, I actually need to, if I want to get, if I want to move past these things, these beliefs or negative thoughts or things that are just running in the background of my mind at all times, 
preventing me from getting what I want. I actually have to kind of check in and be like, hey, what's here? You know, whereas before I would kind of always just be like, well, I'm just going to focus on mm-hmm. the good. And, and there's place for that. But just, you know, to what you're saying, it really is powerful to actually ask yourself what's going on and to actually let yourself look at it and bring empathy to it because that's what allows it to yeah it's like oh it's so important it's so important to to have a relationship to those feelings um for me like i see it as like one of this is my inner child and it just it needs to be acknowledged like i feel unworthy today or you know i'm i'm scared or you know i'm worried about this you know it's like okay like my life is still good, but I still have these feelings. So it doesn't take away from the sense of optimism or your purpose. I feel like it enhances it because it makes you become so much more real with who you are. And it's like, okay, like this is just a part of my journey. Like I have a different relationship to it rather than like, oh, there's that negative thought again and let's just ignore it and keep going um, it's just different right. tools, right? It's tools to make us feel good and tools like when we obviously want to develop our intuition, we go there, we use those tools, but we also have to know that we need tools for the, when, when the car isn't working properly today, like we got to like do some maintenance and yeah. just sit and, and figure out what to do <laughs> with it, you know? <laughs> right. Well, speaking of, you know, developing your intuition, um, I would love to hear more about, you know, these things we mentioned in your intro, um, the, the poetry collection, the, the intuitive soul Academy. Um, I would love to hear just more about that and and what you're, you're working on right now. So, yeah. So I wrote a book, um, called into the light. Uh, I wrote it about a year. Well, it took me about a year and I published it self-published in October. Um, and it is a collection of poetry on healing. Um, some of it, it, there are themes of like trauma or abuse in it, but also just like loss and grief and, and somebody kind of rising above their circumstance and transforming what has happened to them and using it as a tool to sort of propel them into their purpose and like having a relationship with it in a very unique way. So, the book um, has a very early life, but it's been it's been inspired by my own journey of, of walking this road of like taking my darkness and transforming it into light and, and also learning to love it, like learning to see it as a part of me that is the masterpiece. Right. Um, so, mm-hmm. so that's what Into Light is. And um, it's a new kind of like I was my it was a risk for me to like channel my creativity and poetry and um and I don't normally do that. <laughs> so. Where, yeah. When, when did you release it and, and can people buy it online or yeah, how can so they access it? It's on Amazon. It? If you um, search into the light poetry, awesome. you'll find it or my name, Emily Stroya, you'll find, um, I've written a couple other books that are more how to develop books like psychic development, mediumship. But this is the one that kind of um, diverges from the path in its own way, but still is tied in because they're like intuitive kind of poetry in there and conversations with like angels and my meditations that I have about um, healing and stuff. Yeah, it's really cool. So 
So yeah, so it's on Amazon. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> I was I was about to be like, I want to hear about more a little more about that as well because I'm I love store. I mean, I love something. I want to I want I want to hear more from you about developing you know intuition as well because for me, I've always been. I have been really in my head my whole life and I've had a very I've had intuition but it's more like it's like a not letting go type of intuition Mm. it's like what I'm saying is we have so many people we have so many people on our show once I got introduced into this world you know people are talking about oh they communicate with they have an angel that they communicate with or they you know they have spirit guides or you know and I know everyone experiences this stuff differently and I know everybody kind of has access to different you know uh, skills or gifts or whatever you want to call it but you know that mediumship and psychic development to me has always been the most fascinating thing because (laughs) I I want that, you know? And so, and so, and of course, it's like the thing that, you know, we, we don't have as a thing that kind of fascinates us the most. And so I'm, I'm just really interested in, Uh you know, how you work with it. And, and I'm sure this, you know, bleeds into Intuitive Soul Academy as well. Um, But yeah, (laughs) I'm just, I'm just interested. Um, Yeah. Well, (laughs) there's obviously lots of styles of, all kinds of like spiritual tools out there. I like to just call them practical tools um, because that's what they are. They make us feel better at the end of the day somehow, or they show, they show us like what's at the core of our being and what's what we're working with. Um, Intuition to me is this ability to be able to um, sit and and ask myself, like, what is the best option for me right now? Or how do I want to like navigate through this situation? Whether it's like, I'm going to have coffee with a new friend, or um, I'm having like a a discussion with my partner, and I'm I'm struggling with finding the right words. Like, um, to me, it's like, you're, you're tapping into your insight, you're, you're going from the logical to the emotional to the insight. Like we can, we can sort of bridge that. I find that that's where the bridge is. It's like my, my analytical mind and my emotional mind and somewhere in the right in the center of it is my intuitive mind. And there I can find very good insight on like, okay. Cause sometimes we're looking to navigate life just in this very logical step process, which again, like we all know doesn't work. Um, it does, you know, in certain things, but when it's a life change or a loss or, you know, in general, I just want to feel more myself. I feel like that's where we go into the intuition because that's yourself. That's like your voice. That's where your voice right. is. Um, right. Yeah. And so what are, what are like, do you have like a, a tip or something for someone who's trying to get more Mm -hmm. in touch with that voice? Um, Really uh, sit with what you're feeling. Like sometimes that's the hardest part. And, Mm -hmm. And so what I like to do is like sit and write down the feelings that I'm having and then ask myself, like, what is my message for me today? What is it that I need Mm -hmm. to know today? I like that for me. And it may not always be about my future. Maybe it's just about like, hey, you're okay. Like, 
look at how far you've come. Um, and that's what's so great is like, we have to have this relationship with, we have, we need a dialogue with ourselves and we can find true insight from it, from that place. Definitely. Yeah. So I, I like to ask the question, like, what is my message for me today? Like, what do I need to know today? And sometimes the answer doesn't come right away. Sometimes it comes later on in the day. Right. Right. When you're, when you're not so focused on the question, when you're at, yeah. Yeah. Or I'll take a couple of minutes and I'll journal. And, I'll, and what I'll do first is sort of journal my like anxieties or insecurities or my junk or like, you know, just kind of get it all out on the paper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I'll ask like, you know, what is it I need to know today? And then the message just changes. And it's so nice. Cause it's like, oh, okay. Like we we've taken care of the stuff that needed to be heard. Now, what is the message? Right. I love that. I'm going to use that. That's great. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how does that tie with spirit? Well, I feel spirit does the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, spirit is trying to get our attention. We're in this dialogue with spirit, but it's also like we, we, it's a practice to first clear out the house to sit with spirit, right? Like, and we do that through these rituals where we like light our candles and we burn our incense and we play our soft music or we go to a yoga class and, or go to a sound bath. Like there's always this preparation for space. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I feel like it's the same with spirit. It's like, they are our allies right? and we are co-creators with them. Right. And so with mediumship that just kind of happened I didn't really sign up for it. (laughs) Like I always say this because it's true. Like I went into it. Like, I just want to study intuition. I think it's so cool. Like I want to learn how to use this as a tool in my life and, you know, just be really in touch with myself. And then I started feeling like dead people. And I was like, (laughs) Oh, that's not cool. I'm never going to get a date. Like, I'm not going to have any friends. Like. So you like spirits were, were just showing up for you? Was what, Yeah. And yeah. is this in my, some- practice, my practice, like my developmental mm. classes, I would go and I would practice with intuition. Then all of a sudden I would feel like somebody's grandmother or relative was there. And I was like, what is this? Isn't that part of the exercise? Like mm. we're supposed to be doing psychic work. And yeah. I'm here <laughs> feeling like somebody's love buddy. It's like love yeah. buddy, love buddy. That's a good word. Love buddy. <laughs> buddy um maybe that's what they want to be called but yeah so <laughs> positive spin on it yeah so their love buddy um in spirit was coming forward and and i slowly like embraced it i slowly embraced it um it was wow. it was really hard it was really hard to say yeah i'm a medium or i have this ability to speak with the other side wow and um you know, my mother is diagnosed with schizophrenia so that was a huge thing for me was to be able like, I was fearful of losing my reality in the same way that I've witnessed her go through yeah. being very, you know, sick to hearing voices. And it was definitely yeah. not mediumship voices. Um, right. So this has been a journey for me to sit and be with this and trust that I'm okay. That I'm like mentally right. okay and still living a healthy life. 
Right. But I have my, my love buddies in spirit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Love buddies. <laughs> totally. And, and I mean, do you have the same perspective on schizophrenia after, you know, yeah. working with them or? or? Um, I'm still, I'm still finding answers to that. Um, I do feel like something does happen to one's well-being where they can become sick mentally, mm-hmm. just like the body gets sick and we learn ways to heal the body or cure our illnesses. Um, yeah. And if not treated over time, it can like really be hard, you know, to, to really understand how to treat what's at, at the, at the disease, like at, at this, at the core of the issue. Right. Um, I do feel though that sometimes people are having these experiences and they are really having trouble like discerning what is going on. Like, are they hearing spirit? Are they making it up? Is it their imagination? Are they going crazy? Like, those are the questions that we all ask when this starts to happen. Um, And it's, I feel really helpful to go to a teacher because the teacher has, has gone through those motions or has experienced spirit as a kid and is, you know, a lot of mediums talk about their own journey of embracing and accepting their ability. Um, And the only thing I can really say is, is trust your process and reach out for help. Like get, get a teacher and and read, do lots Mm -hmm. of research because doing it alone is really hard. Like if I was alone feeling spirit, I would be so scared. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think having a community of students who were all like in a similar like Hogwarts, like we're all just <laughs> there like developing, um, brought me a lot of safety. It brought me a lot of comfort. Um, yeah. Is yeah. that what Intuitive Soul Academy is, yeah. is geared towards? So the Intuitive Soul Academy um, was birthed uh, about two years ago. And it was my opportunity to be able to bring this work to students and make it accessible to everyone. Um, Mm. And so there's a mediumship course on there that really kind of takes you from A to to Z on the whole practice of mediumship and becoming a medium, like professionally speaking. And then Mm. my mentorship program, which is a lot more of an immersive experience. So that takes you from like A to Z, from intuition to mediumship to leadership skills and emotional intelligence and healing tools that have been great for me and my journey that I share with my, my students. And I, that's a very new program that started six, six or seven months ago. And we started with seven, my lucky seven, and then now we have 17. And wow. they're all women, which, you know, I... I, I just kind of feel so honored to say that. I'm like, oh, like these, these are like my little women, my little tribe of intuitive <laughs> women. My little women. Yeah. Um, Love buddy women. Yeah. Yeah. They're all over the world. Like they live, um, um, one is in Alaska, one is in, in Alabama and Iowa and Washington, California, France, wow. at London. And I just feel so honored to be a part of their paths as, as they walk you know, the intuitive woman's path, like is they, and it doesn't mean that they are all going to be mediums, but they take the tools as practical tools to serve them in their life and then also help another. And that's my goal is to create more conscious leaders who 
are helping themselves while also helping the world. So it just is a gift Mm. that continues to be paid forward. I love that. I love that. You know, I um, (laughs) am. It's funny because just the other day um, I I mentored. um, I, I was a music manager. I still am. I still am a manager of a on the side of a a visual artist in the music industry. Mm -hmm. But for a while I was managing producers, music producers. And um, along that path, uh, a kid, a writer came to me and wanted me to mentor him. And I mentored him. (laughs) This is relating, I swear. Uh (laughs) And I meant, I mentored him and, um, you know, got him going and hooked him up with a great artist. And even when I stopped managing, he still continued on with that artist. And just the other day, he messaged me and said, wow, this is really wild because I just got approached by another person asking me to mentor them. And it really felt like full circle. And for a second, I felt myself kind of be like, kind of like that old, like that old, like almost jealousy or kind of like, like, um, I don't know. It was just like an old 3D feeling Mm -hmm. like, like, like yeah maybe jealousy or something and all of a sudden I like received this new thought that was like no like this is amazing you helped him helped help her you know like Mm -hmm. you like help someone and now they're helping someone and it was just this kind of simple thought that I received that was like wow that's so cool like that's so cool to think about that you know, the imp- just just that little impact that you have on someone then has an impact on other people then has, an, you know, just like you're yeah. saying, it's like it's really power. It's so simple. And it's something that I think we take for granted or we see the other side of it. Like I, I was just saying, like I almost started thinking in the beginning um, and it, it's really it's really empowering to kind of look at it as, you know, every person that we help, they can help other people and they can help other people and they can help other people. So it's amazing what you're doing. I, I love the idea. I love I love Intuitive Soul Academy. I love I love the the name of it because mm-hmm. um, it does just it feels like Hogwarts, <laughs> which I think we all would love to attend. Oh, um, yeah, I think that's great. You know, it's a great story to to share actually, and also the the tinge of jealousy that your ego was like feeling for a second, and mm-hmm. the fact that you were able to like shift that in your intuition tell you like no look at it this way and i think Mm -hmm. that's so awesome you know that that's the beauty of the intuition is that the intuition tells you like you could stay in that feeling of jealousy or whatever the belief is behind that or we can acknowledge your growth and like your impact in the world and like what a great way to see it it's like you are yeah. impacting someone. And that's, I think that's the beautiful part. Like we, we practice talking to spirit, but like the beauty is that we are also spirit. And so we live in each other. We, you yeah. know, your spirit now is like transcended plus three, like that girl may now go right. and mentor someone. And so it's like, that's the path right. of like the mystic of like the, the master mm-hmm. is like, we, we give our gifts on and, Pablo Picasso talks about that in his quote when he said, like, the purpose of life is to find your passion and then to give it away. Mm, oh, wow. You just brought that around full circle. Oh, my gosh. I just got chills. You just brought that around full circle for me because I've, I've read that quote several times and I, I got it. Like yeah. I, I was like, yeah, find your passion and give it away. <laughs> but just like the way you just you know? <laughs> explained it was like, yeah, it really hits me a lot harder. Like, wow. Yeah. Give, keep giving it so that it can be given, you know, like spread. (laughs) Um, And, you know, something you just brought up 
also made me realize, uh, you know, this developing your intuition, it's like what you were saying about how, you know, my ego popped up for a second saying, oh, you should be jealous of this. You should be protective of this. You should be wary of this type of thing and how easy it was to switch. You know, it's like that was not easy a year ago. And to you're making me realize this is what developing our intuition Mm -hmm. is. It's developing our relationship with it so that we allow it in quicker as opposed to pushing it out. Because it's always there, yeah. right? Trying to tell us something, but it's like when we when we're in the ego or when we're letting the ego run the show, we 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 don't give it the time of day. We don't give our intuition the time of day. We're like, no, 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 yeah. no, no. So that is kind of what developing intuition is, right? Yeah, I, I definitely, and I think that's such a great analogy that you use and and your story behind it of like just a year ago that would have been way more challenging for you and when we're living in that place in those stories, the, the ego stories and, and the limiting beliefs and the fear and all of that, it's so hard to, to hear our intuition. So the faster we can drop, drop that stuff, even if it's for like f- five breaths, you know, there's a second yeah. that the voice will come in and say, Hey, no, look at it this way. And that's the trusting part is like, take that mm. little genius that just showed up for a second and say, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, I might not believe it right now because my ego still wants to like believe it this way, but yeah. maybe I'll just acknowledge it and write it down and then look at it and it's continue. It's like a daily practice, like constantly a daily mm-hmm. practice of sitting and, and hearing that. And when I say sitting, I'm not saying like literally sitting in your house like doing this, but just yeah. like, <laughs> you know, yeah. you acknowledging being you know, these great shifts in your mind you're trusting yeah. yourself with that and like that fear of am I giving it away and is it going to be stolen for me and and all of that stuff is like that's another thing is like you're mm-hmm. trusting where the information goes and mm-hmm. how to, to treat that information because that's that's like yeah. the juice yeah and and like you're saying it's like being with these things that keep coming up sitting with them and being with them it's like you know these things that come up, like, like I just mentioned that came up for me, it's like, they're coming up because they want, they want someone to recognize them and be with them. Right. You know, they just want to be heard. So, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. Um, And sometimes they they get the best of you, you know, they have a tantrum. Yeah. 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 Like I know sometimes I've had, I like to see it as like I'm I'm in this room of like my unworthiness belief. Um, and mm. I'm, I'm like, how long have I been here already? Like ten minutes, twenty minutes. Like, <laughs> all right, I gotta get out of here. Yeah. Like, let's go. What's enough of that? Like, <laughs> I got it. I see you. You're having yep. a day right now. Yep. <laughs> but I gotta yep. get on with my day I too. So. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) I love that. That's a great, that's a great visual. Um, well, so how would people, um, how would people find the intuitive soul Academy if they want to get on there? Is it, is a website or it's intuitive soul academy.com. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm sure a lot of listeners will be checking that out. I will be checking that out. Um, (laughs) very excited to, to follow that and and follow what, what you're doing over there. Um, and yeah, congrats and congrats on the book. That's, that's so awesome. It's so awesome to just, um, you know, see the ways, the different ways that, that 
that you guys, the listeners, um, and just this community are expressing themselves and, and putting their gifts out into the world in, in all these different ways. Um, and, uh, you know, speaking of the community, how would you like to see the Positive Head community expand? Are there any ideas that you'd like to throw out into the collective? Um, I would, I mean, I just think it would be so cool to do some sort of like live experience um like a positive head experience or something mm-hmm. like on the west coast maybe joshua yeah. Tree. i don't know <laughs> yeah wow it's really it's really funny that you say that um because erica and i erica middlemas uh-huh. who's on the show um sometimes we were well erica came to me with an idea about doing an event at joshua tree <laughs> uh and i was actually speaking to joshua tree back and forth the the, the people the there um, about booking yeah yep um and um and it it started out not not with the idea of being a positive head event but as we kept talking we were like well maybe erica was like well maybe this could be a positive head event um and every single per um but but, (laughs) sorry before i go further with that idea um that i think is that specific idea is being put on pause just because there was just so much going on within the time frame we were planning it for but You are not the first person to say this. And I think every single person who is a fan of this podcast and this community um, is is looking forward to the day when we do have that event. Um, But I'm volunteering right now, Brandon, if you listen to this. And I, Erica knows this. I've planned several events before. I know. I know. We're we're all just Brandon's just you know on the go, and there's so much thing. There's so much happening. But I think that is definitely on the list. And I think that uh, everyone who listens to this would would be be um, overjoyed to actually connect in person. Yeah. So, I mean, even if it's you know you have different speakers and or like everybody features yeah. kind of like their their cool talent, you know. So. Um, yes. <laughs> the positive head talent show. <laughs> Actually, it's funny because in the in the Facebook group, someone put uh, just like a week ago, they were talking about like something about summer camp or something that they had a dream about that we were all at camp. And I wrote back, I was like, that's funny because I've had this dream, like an, like an aspirational dream to create like an adult summer camp experience for like the past year. I've been thinking of this. So I was like, maybe it's like the positive head adult summer oh, camp experience fun. or yeah, something. I, mean, I don't know. Fun too. There's just so fun. So much funky vibes there. Um, but yeah. You know. Have you spent I a lot of time there? I just recently went there with my boyfriend for our one year anniversary, and I mean, it's just thanks. oh, congrats! Um, <laughs> it's a really like, you know, I was like, oh, the desert, like what it's about the desert, you know, because I used to live in New York, so yeah, I always think like more is better, like the stimulation of the senses, and then I went there and I was like, whoa, yeah, like less is more, <laughs> less is yeah. more for sure. Um. Um, so that's because I lived in LA for six years and, you know, Joshua Tree has always been this place that people in LA go to all the time for different reasons, just to get away or, you know, to camp or whatever. And it's funny because the entire time I was there, I never got to go. And so when this event idea came up, I was like, yes, I'm finally going to get to go. But, um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully we can arrange something there in the future for, for some, some occasion. That's great. Super fun. Yeah, I agree. Um, so what's one thing you think would benefit every P head to know or understand as they continue on their own journey? Um, I really feel like just to trust your, your message, like 
trust your own inner voice um, and know mm. that the, as long as you have that dialogue with yourself, you will like find and attract the universe and you will create that together. And it's, it doesn't mean that it will always be like beautiful roses all the time, but there's going to be like so much like profound truth that will be found by exploring and trusting your message. Mm, Isn't that the truth? It's like, it's like sometimes I think we believe that like, oh, we have this one destiny or something. We have this one thing that we're supposed to fulfill. And it's like, sometimes you're fulfilling things for other people just by following if you're connected to your intuition and you're listening it's like sometimes just a like you going to get coffee might be fulfilling something for someone else in this really profound way that you know because like we're always kind of being utilized and moved around even if we're not really aware of it like we're all you know we're kind of always being piloted it's like if we can just tune into it then we can Mm -hmm. be aware of it yeah maybe yeah so everyone live live their own expression and their own message. Yeah, exactly. You know, it um, is a, I think sometimes we go through these journeys of like trying to find our voice or others. And at some point mm-hmm. we, I don't know about you, but I know for myself, like I kind of stopped doing that. Um, and I started like l- looking for my voice of myself. Um, and before I would be obsessed mm-hmm. with certain teachers and leaders. And I was like, Oh my God, their work is so great. And, I still enjoy it. I still enjoy it, but it no longer is like this platform to amplify my own voice as it is more right. of like, ah, oh, like that's so inspirational to know that there's somebody else out there doing what I also am doing, you know? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. That's a good one. Um, so final question here. Do you have an intention for 2018? Um, yes. It is visibility and impact. So, Ooh. Mm-hmm. Can, can you uh-huh. explain? I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So <laughs> for a lo- long part of my life, um, I had a tendency to want to hide. So that is definitely old conditioning um, for survival reasons. Um, and safety. So now it is like giving myself permission to be in my voice, to be in my, my truth all the time. Um, and so I challenge myself every day, every second, and every second I feel like I want to hide or like go back to this place of safety that is no longer safe or it's very uncomfortable. Actually, the comfort zone is very uncomfortable now. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I force myself, I'm like, all right, well, you want to make an impact in the world and you have your story and you have these tools and it would be such a shame to just keep those to yourself when you know very well that it's changed your life and others. So my intention is to consistently challenge myself to be visible and even in the most scariest of moments, um, and also, like, make an impact in being, you know, myself, being as transparent as I can be and share my my knowledge with other people. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I could take a note, note out of that same book that's, you know, the visibility thing is coming up quite a bit mm-hmm. recently. And because I think, you know, you're, you're touching on something as whether it's, you know, ancestral 
condition, you know, something that's deep within our DNA from, you know, our ancestors who needed to not be seen for some reason, or whether it's like our own story, like you're talking about from, you know, old programming of, because I have that same thing going on of feeling like I shouldn't be seen, feeling like I don't want to be seen because of, you know, safety. And, um, when really it's, you know, and, and that's, that's like the, um, it's like the arc we have to make from invisibility to, to visibility. And, and it's like a flower. I just have this image of like a flower blooming, you know, from being all closed up in a little bud until <laughs> to opening up towards the light and shining and blooming. Here, I, love um, this. Um, I literally, oh, I literally yeah. like posted something on Instagram last night of this like transformational, <laughs> <laughs> like the flower in a bud to it blooming. Oh like my this God. That's crazy. My step thing. I'll even send it to you after um, yes and I put a quote and this might be great to like end with but and and yes. the day came when the risk to remain tightly in a bud was more painful than a, the risk it took to blossom by Anais Nin but yeah bam <laughs> bam <laughs> <laughs> there you go love buddies love it that's love great buddy. I think yeah, you're like yeah. running with that we gotta get some t-shirts oh made. yeah <laughs> seriously oh I have a whole history of um I had a company that made custom t-shirts oh, really? for like five years so so there yeah. you go we're gonna do it love buddy t-shirts on yes, sale yes, yes, now yes. I love it. <laughs> uh that's great thank you this is just honestly this is just made I'm snowed in over here and this is just like brightened and made oh. my day so thank you Emily for connecting this has just been awesome oh, well, thank you for having me it's truly an honor absolutely that's it for this week's episode. If you're a listener with a story to share and are interested in being featured on a future episode of this special series, you can email me at alexa at positivehead.com. Also, if you're craving more consciousness elevating content, be sure to check out Gaia, which is the go-to source for streaming consciousness content on the web, where you can stream an incredible 7,000 plus exclusive videos covering 5,000 years of wisdom. As you all hear Brandon constantly say, it's a daily conscious effort to maintain an elevated vibration. And if you're looking to journey deep down the rabbit hole to do so, then Gaia is the best place we know of to do it period. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at Gaia.com slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com slash positive head. Check it out. Otherwise, tune in next Friday for another P-Head Posse episode. And until then, as Brandon always says, journey well.